0: god is great and greatly to be praised from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same we have gathered in this sacred space to celebrate and commemorate the life of our dearly departed sister Coralie did if she has been a blessing to you can you give god the praise he so richly and rightfully deserved I'm going to ask that we will bow our heads for a word of prayer. Before I do this, though, I just need to need you all to help us with a couple of things. Um, here at St. Paul, we realize we are still in a pandemic. and so we want you to please guard and govern yourselves as far as your seating is concerned. Um, our ushers are doing the very best that they can to accommodate you all and of course we want this to be a home-going celebration where the Lord is praised and where sister life sister's life is celebrated but we also want to do it safely and securely and so uh, if you would continue to work with our ushers if they ask you to do something just be so kind to roll with them uh, as we maintain our safety protocols here at the St. Paul Church. I want to thank the Stitt family for allowing us, of course, to be able to have this home going celebration to lift up the life of our sister. I'm going to ask if we could let's bow our heads for a word of prayer as we uh, sense the presence of God in this place. God, we come and we thank you right now as we have gathered from near and far to celebrate and commemorate the life of Sister Cora Lee. God, we know you're everywhere at the same time, so we don't have to send you anywhere. But God, if you would, in your own magnificent way, would you manifest your presence even now? Change this, oh God, not only for a time of grief and mourning, but to a time of worship and celebration. In other words, God, have your way. Have your way. This is our prayer. We lift up to you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. And we claim it done. Let every heart that truly believes say Amen. At this time, we're going to have the opening song and we're going to kind of changed the program just a little bit because there have been several things that have already been done. Tributes have already been expressed during the time of the family hour Uh, and of course it has been shared with me that the escort will be here between 1230 and 1245 so we want to be cognizant and conscious of that. So the flow will go as following. We will have the singing, It Is Well With My Soul, followed by the scripture reading, the prayer of comfort. And then Sister Naomi Worthy will do her musical selection, however she wants to flow. Then we will come with the eulogy for the hour.
1: Testament reading, Psalm 91, verses 1 through 6. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fouler snare, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. God's word.
2: Our New Testament reading is found in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, and it reads like this, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and where I go you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of this this word. If you will bow your heads for just a few moments, we will go to God in prayer. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth Lord we come before you during this grieving moment God we come with sad hearts but father even though our hearts are sad there still is a little bit of joy the joy oh God that we have today is the joy of knowing Miss Cora Lee Stitt God we say thank you for her life Thank you, oh God, for how her life has helped a whole lot of us. How how her life has helped her children, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren, her nieces and nephews, her sisters and brothers. Oh God, we just say thank you. Thank you, oh God, for life today. Thank you for a good life, a life that has been spent serving you. And serving this community. God, thank you for the gift of Miss Corley. Thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now for who you are in our lives and who you were in the life of Miss Corley. God, we just pray today that because of this homeborn celebration, that this family will begin to feel your power. They will begin to feel a little bit of joy today. Give them peace. That's a passive all understanding. Oh God, people are not gonna understand why they still have a smile on their face. But God, at the end of the day, they understand, they know exactly where Miss Coralie Steed is. God, she lived her life in such a way that we know that she's now with you. We thank you, oh God, and we just invite you today just to move up and down every aisle. Move up and down the aisles of God and sprinkle your joy and to look at their own lives. They will do a little bit of introspection. They will say, you know what? I want to live my life in such a way that when I leave here, that people will know exactly where I am. God, they're not going to worry. They're not going to fret. But they're going to know that they are going to know that they are living in the presence of the Lord. God, we have joy today. We've got joy. We've got peace. Oh God, we've got understanding. And God, as we go through the rest of this worship experience, God, we just thank you. We lift up holy hands today because we want somebody to leave here knowing you. God, save somebody in this hour. Save somebody. Help them to do some introspection. Help them, oh God, to know that they've got to come through Jesus Christ. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, when we leave here today, we're gonna to leave here leaping and jumping, knowing that we have been in your presence. God, we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God some praise in here. Come on, you can do better than that. God has been too good to you. Come on, give him some praise.
3: Bye. gonna make up my dying bed Oh Angels I've got these tears all in my eyes Got my mansion ready I've got a move. To the other side But right My work down here is spinning
0: Celebrate and give God praise for the gift of Sister Naomi Worthy. Thank you so much, Sister Worthy, for ministering to this family through your gift of song. Usually, in moments like this, it would either be uh, Sister Naomi or Sister Bonita now sister bonita as well as her siblings uh, need our ministry in a a time like this before i uh, share with you my my text for today i just want to let you all know that uh, my predecessors Dr. Drummond, as well as Dr. Moss, uh, send their well wishes and condolences to this family uh, and to let you know that they are praying for you and with you uh, as far as you're dealing with the loss, the death of Mother Cora. I want to, uh, for the time that is mine, if the Holy Spirit will give me a little power, I want to share with you this scripture from 1 John chapter 5, starting at verse 10. And it reads like this. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness of himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has sent or given of his son. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Let me say that again. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and that life is in his son. I want to talk about just for a few brief moments Coras uh, testimony. Coras uh, testimony. Sister Cora Lee Stitt was a loving wife, a doting mother, a supportive sister, and a precious grandmother. She was one who loved God. She served the St. Paul Church by giving her time, her talent, and her treasure to this place. God allowed for her to see 97 years of life. I don't know about anybody else, but that ain't nothing to sneeze at. And I believe just on that, God deserves to be praised. We're told in Psalm 90 that if we see 90 years, that's rather remarkable. And if we see 70 years, rather, that's rather remarkable. And if we see 80, that's something to shout about. Yet God allowed for this precious saint to see 97 years. And not only did Sister Cora see 97 years, but she gave birth to 12 children. 12 children. Again, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. Uh, and, and out of her loins, we now have this gathering. I believe, family, that the life and the love of Mother Cora that she has deposited within you all is one that you should never take lightly. And I prefer to say that God must really love you to allow for you to have all this time with But I know even 97 years don't seem long enough, especially when you lose your mother. But I would dare say that 97 years is but a speck in comparison to eternity. And so we have come from near and far to celebrate and commemorate to remember and reflect upon the life of Mother Coralie Stitt. We thank God for her life, her love, her light, and her legacy. God is to be praised. Yes, God is. For all of those who loved her, who cared for her, and who gave her aid and support during her latter feeble years. And I want to commend this family for your own faithfulness and your own fidelity to her. And yet we're here, mama's gone and she has left children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren and even great-great-grandchildren. Other family members, siblings, fellow churchgoers. Yep, we're sad. Our hearts are heavy, but yet I think that I'm on board when I say we're thankful for her impact and her imprint. Sister Cora's encouragement, support, care, optimism, and unshakable faith in Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior should serve as an example for all of us who knew her well, her long legacy, as a certified nursing assistant, demonstrates her compassion as far as humanity is concerned, especially the work that she did at Mercy Hospital. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm so glad she did not have to work in the hospital during this time of COVID. This is only diminished by her love for her family and her faithfulness to her God. Sister Cora, with all of that, had this gift of music in her voice. And apparently, somehow, that got transferred to her children and and her grandchildren. Some of them sing here at the St. Paul Church and bless us quite well with their gift of song. But I'm told that she used to lead a song for the mass choir. That was written and performed by my homeboy, Doug Williams, Living Testimony. And that song, Living Testimony, I heard it playing in the background a little bit earlier. But it goes something like this. I am a living testimony. I could have been dead and gone, but Lord, you let me live on. I am a living testimony. And I I thank you, Lord, for keeping me alive. I've seen miracles after miracles performed in my life. You kept having mercy on me. I didn't deserve to be alive. I've seen danger that I couldn't see. You kept angels, Naomi, all around me. And I want to take the time out and say, I thank you, Lord, that I'm still alive. That's that's what she used to sing. And And I'm told, I'm told that when Sister Cora used to sing that song as they were queuing up the music because the church knew what was getting ready to come, that folks began popping up like hot kernels of popcorn bursting on the scene. Church would get real, real hot and get ready to go in when she was singing this song. Folks would be shouting and running up and down the aisle and falling out. And I'm told she would be unfazed, but she kept on singing her song. However, I want to tell you why I think she's able to sing that song, can I tell you? It wasn't a plaything for her, it wasn't showtime for her. Something happened to her a long time ago, uh, which allowed her to sing that song with power. The Apostle John helps me to explain Cora's testimony with these two verses in 1 John 5 10 and 11. He, and I can substitute the word she who believes in the son of god has the witness of himself she who does not believe god has made god a liar because she has not believed the testimony that god has given of his son and this is the testimony that god has given us eternal life and this life is in the son of god family and church folks can i tell you you can't sing I am a living testimony like she did and not know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin. This is what John is trying to help us to understand and to appreciate about having the testimony of Jesus Christ in our hearts as our Lord and our Savior. And I want to dare say and even submit that as Lord, he has the right to tell you what to do, how to do it and when to do it. And as Savior, he saves you from your sins. So when you are born again, for real, for real, I ain't talking about playing church. But when you are born again, when you know Jesus Christ in the pardon of your sin, when you are saved, you have a testimony. And you are a witness of who God is and what the Lord can do. I'm trying to keep this thing tamped down because I know I shouldn't be doing all this hollering and shouting but something is pushing me right now because when you know what God has done in your life you don't mind telling somebody else that had it not been for the Lord on your side ain't no telling where you would be right now in other words God has a great testimony in and of God's self and here it is and we are witnesses Of God's testimony of the saving grace of God in our lives. Sister Cora, she knew that quite well. She knew who Jesus Christ was for herself she wasn't going on what she heard but she was going on what she knew and since she knew who jesus christ was for herself and since she accepted all that came along with trusting jesus christ as her lord and savior she has eternal life because she has jesus christ the son of god as her lord and her savior now i know this is a funeral I know that your hearts are heavy. I know that your soul is crying. I know that it is tough right now. And and I even know that in some circles, it ain't even popular. It does you no good to talk about Jesus Christ being the son of God and the savior of the world but I'm here to let you know that the only reason that we're here right now and the only reason that we have a sense of hope right now is because he's the son of the living God and he's the resurrection and the life but you know that mama Cora still knew there was no other way she could live her life unless it was rooted and grounded and connected to none other than Jesus Christ she would not have experienced the stamina and the miracle in 97 years had she not known Jesus Christ as the son of the living God. I want to submit to you that when I think about Sister Cora Stitt and her relationship with Jesus Christ the son of the living God it reminds me of a story about a father who had a son. A father who had a son and these two gentlemen shared a passion for collecting expensive pieces of art they would collect masterpieces from the greats like Picasso and Van Gogh and Rembrandt and they had these pieces of art in their homes and it was worth millions of dollars one day the son was sent off to fight in a war for his country and unfortunately the son died in the battlefield sometime after the death of the son a soldier stopped by the house and the soldier had a big package with him and that package was the painting of the son that the soldier had done see the son has saved this soldier in war which is why the son lost his life the soldier gave that painting Of the son to the father. The father was so moved that he removed his Rembrandt off the mall of the mantle. And he placed the picture of the son in the centerpiece. One day, the father died. The art world was on fire because they waited in anticipation about his collection. Because they had heard that the collection was going to be auctioned off. Uh, unmindful of this story about the man's only son, but in his honor, those paintings would be sold off at the auction. And according to the will of the father, all the works of art would be auctioned off on Christmas Day. That was the day he received the picture of his son. Uh, That day came, art collectors from all around the world gathered to bid, on the father's collections dreams would be fulfilled greatness would be achieved as many would claim i now have the world's greatest art collection the auctioneer began with the painting that was not on the museum's list it was a painting of the man's son the auctioneer asked for an opening bid the room was silent the auctioneer said who will give me an opening bid for a hundred dollars Minutes passed. Nobody said anything. From the back of the room, somebody hollered out, who cares about that painting? It's just a picture of his son. Forget about that painting. Let's go on to the good stuff. More voices uh, chattered in agreement. No, we got to sell this picture first, replied the auctioneer. Now, I want to know who will take the son." Finally, a friend of the old man spoke up. He said... Will you take $20 for the painting? That's, that's all I have. See, I, I knew the boy personally, and I used to take care of the boy. And so I like to have that painting of the sun on the wall. Uh, the auctioneer said, I have $20. Will anybody go higher? Higher than $20? Going once? Going twice? So the gavel fell. People began to applaud Somebody holler out, now we can get on with the business of the real art. The auctioneer looked at the audience and announced, I hate to tell y'all, the auction is over. Stunned believers quieted the room. Somebody spoke up and said, what you mean it's over? We didn't come from all over the world for a picture of some old guy's son. What about Rembrandt and Picasso and and Michelangelo? What about all these other paintings that are worth millions of dollars? We got millions of dollars of art in here. And I demand that you explain what's going on here. The auctioneer looked at those contempted folks and he said, it's very simple. According to the will of the father, whoever takes the son gets it all. I'm just here to let y'all know. That's what Mother Corey Hicks knew. Her testimony was about her faith in Jesus Christ as her Lord and her Savior. And if she don't leave nothing else to you, if she don't put nothing in the will for you, she has given you the fact that she knew the Son as her Lord and Savior. She knew everything and had everything that she needed for now and eternity. I close, y'all. I'm done. May the Lord, as we would say on Sunday morning, to do what? Bless you real good. But I want you to know something about a testimony I want to leave with you. Can I leave that with you, our family? Can I leave that with you, all friends? See, the other day, on September the 23rd, which happened to be my birthday, the other day, Mother Cora got a summons from the court of eternity. And, and if I could use my sanctified imagination... She got a summons and the angels escorted her to the court of heaven. And she saw some other folks that were being judged on the witness stand. They had been sworn in by an angelic bailiff. Uh, They were told uh, to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Well, the prosecuting attorney had the name of Satan. Satan is known as our accuser. He asked that person that was on the stand, can you tell me what you know about this man named Jesus? That person on the stand said, well, I heard that he was a heart fixer. I heard that he was a mind regulator. I heard that he was a doctor in a sick room. I heard that he was a lawyer in the courtroom. Satan holler out, your honor, this is inadmissible because it is based upon Hearsay. Will you dismiss this person because they don't know anything? Because they ain't been an eyewitness. All they heard, but they don't know. Well, the court docket of eternity called for Mother Cora Stitt to come and take the stand and share her testimony. And can I tell you what Mother Stitt did? Satan said, "So, Mrs. Stitt, what can you tell me about this man named Jesus?" Mother Stitt sat on that stand, she read back her head and she said I ain't heard anything I know he's my savior I know he's a doctor in a sick room. I know he's a lawyer in a courtroom. I know he's a friend for the friendless. I know he can make a way out of no way. He's worked miracle after miracle and that's why I sing that song. I am a living testimony. Family and friends, can I tell you that the reason where we have the shout right now, the reason we can give God praise right now, the reason we can give a hallelujah right now is because she hadn't heard anything. She knew who Jesus Christ was for herself and when you're know that you know that you know that you know i'm waiting for the rest of y'all to catch up when you know that you know that you know that you know that jesus christ is uh, bread in the starving land and water in dry places the resurrection and the life you can face this moment with blessed assurance that you can show enough be a living testimony
2: lord in here i'm going to invite the uh, funeral directors to come now and ask everyone but the family to stand i don't know about you but i'm a living testimony we got any more testimonies out there come on you can do better than that come on you you can do a whole lot better than that we're going to give the benediction at york memorial park Um, But we are going to follow the direction of our funeral directors at this time.
0: We're going to ask that everyone, with the exception of the family, if you would, please stand at this time. We're going to ask those that are serving as pallbearers, would you come down front as well? Those that are serving as pallbearers, would you come to my right, your left? You come this way or you can go that way, whichever is easiest for you. The more gentlemen that would be Paul Barrows thank you so much and if you will follow the directions of our funeral directors let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me For in my Father's house there are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, and where I am, there you may be also. Thomas said, how do we know where you're going, and who will show us the way? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl can come to the Father except by me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me, they stumbled and they fell. Though a host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire, the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life hold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me, and the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot upon a rock. For I know that my redeemer lives, and that he shall stand at the last day upon this earth. And though the skinworm shall destroy my body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself. And my eyes shall behold not another, though the rains be consumed within me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy ride and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies, and thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever.